Welcome to Starry Alignment, the weekly horoscope podcast for visionary lightworkers. I am your host, Stevie Medina, aligning you with the sacred rhythm between Earth and the living sky. Hello, beautiful souls, and thank you so much for joining me for this week's horoscope. If you are new to this podcast, welcome. And if you're returning, it's so great to have you back. If you are a frequent listener to the podcast, then you will notice that the music that is under my voice right now is different because we are officially entering Aquarius season as of this Monday. So thanks to our musical sponsors, Starbirthed, Tonal Cosmologists, Ash and Matt, who create the music for this podcast, we have a whole new track for the energy of the sun in the sign of Aquarius. So I hope that you enjoy this new track. I know that I am really, really loving it. I'm an Aquarius myself, so I'm so blessed and and happy to finally have heard Ash and Matt's creation of this um, tonal cosmology series that we've been working on since the beginning of the year of 2019, starting with Aries season. So since Aries season of 2019, we have been working together to create music or I've I've been sharing the music that they've been creating since that time. And starting with Leo season this summer, I started interviewing them to ask them, how do you create this music? Where does the inspiration actually come from? And with that, um, I will be interviewing them this week to learn about the music that they created for Aquarius season. So if you're interested in learning how they created tracks from Leo season up to now, which is pretty much the last six months, you can go to my YouTube channel and listen back to any of my interviews with them. They are very fun and interesting conversations that we have about creativity and music theory and astrology. And if you're interested in learning about how they created this track specifically, then I invite you to go to my YouTube channel, Starry Alignment. If you're here watching me on YouTube, hello, make sure you subscribe and hit that notification bell so that you know exactly when I am going to be publishing my interview with Starbirds. So with all that being said, without further ado, let's get right into the horoscope. This horoscope is for Monday through to Sunday, January 20th through the 26th of 2020. On Monday, the moon will be in the sign of Sagittarius in its last quarter phase. And this last quarter phase is the last yang phase that we will have with the moon before we come into the next new moon that will arrive this Friday. So this particular last quarter phase in Sagittarius is connecting us to the intentions that we set around the time of December 26th of 2019 when we had the new moon in Capricorn. 
and this was an eclipse as well and it was exactly conjunct Jupiter newly in Capricorn and the south node in Capricorn as well. Of course we had Saturn and Pluto at home during this new moon in Capricorn at the end of December of 2019. So what we're doing today especially is helping us to make moves in terms of really bringing that intention to life, really honoring whatever intention or goal or feeling that we had in terms of what needed to change. Today will be a day where we're really taking action on that in a way that is possibly adventurous or optimistic. We may be connecting with people that allow us to share our message in a way that feels wise or that we get to teach or learn in some way because this is a very Sagittarian way of expression. We also had Mercury perfectly sextile the moon at around 5 a.m. on Monday morning. So we will be coming off of this sextile as we move through the day on Monday and with the moon sextiling Mercury, it can really help us to engage in communication that we feel is important. And since we have Mercury in Aquarius right now, these connections may be helping us to become more organized, more categorical, and strategic with the way that we are using our time. Aquarius is the yang expression of Saturn and this is the place that Saturn co-rules where he also rules Capricorn. So with Mercury here in the sign um, being sextiled by the moon on Monday, you might notice yourself wanting to get organized in a way that is very intellectual and it helps you to move at a very fast pace. This is also because the moon is going to be applying to a conjunction with Mars who is currently in Sagittarius and their conjunction will perfect at around 2.45 p.m. Eastern Time on Monday. So you might notice that there's a lot going on, some busyness to the day today and at the very start of the day it's important to note that the moon is going to perfectly square Venus in Pisces at around 8.20 a.m. Eastern Time. And when Venus is in a square to the moon, Venus ruling relationships, money, projects, uh, squares can be energy that is a bit separating, a bit um, irritating or frustrating sometimes, but the square is what causes us to make change and to take action. So you may be waking up on Monday and working throughout your day very strategically, very dedicated to something that might require some courage and it is relationships or even money or some sort of thing that you value that you're working for to get an exchange of whatever's happening for you on Monday. If you notice that there is a bit of um, distance in relationship, especially at the start of the day on Monday, let that be okay, let that feel um, all right. Take that time to meditate or journal or work on things on your own. Another really important aspect to the start of this week is that the sun is moving into the sign of Aquarius at 9.54 a.m. Eastern Time. So with the sun in this fixed air sign, this is going to help us to shift our mindset into one that is much more intellectual 
much more detached and even independent. I often find that my New Year's resolutions often come through much more naturally once the sun moves into this air sign and air the air element rules our mind and our ability to receive information from the ethers and to make use of that. So with us now in Aquarius season and the ruler of Aquarius being Capricorn and I'm sorry, the ruler of Aquarius being Saturn and Saturn being in the sign of Capricorn. This particular Aquarius season is going to be really focused on how we can be moving forward and fixating our intellect, fixating our ingenious ideas and vision for the future in a way that we know and feel is going to be sustainable in the long term. The sun is also going to be sextiling Chiron in Aries. So during this whole season, especially over this week, since Chiron is only at two degrees and the sun is going to be passing through that degree this week, we are going to be moving through a very deep healing process around the things that we've been wanting to take action with. There's going to be a certain harmony with the people in our lives that we are connecting to and a trusting in our ability to move forward with projects, move forward with new living arrangements or new agreements or new changes in relationship especially that ultimately help us to heal and become more vulnerable but also more whole in who we truly are. So as the day comes to a close on Monday, the moon is going to move into its waning crescent phase at around 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. So this waning crescent phase is when we start to really wind down and prepare ourselves for the new moon energy that's going to come with the moon just two signs away from the sun at the start of this week and we'll have that new moon in Aquarius this Friday. So from Monday through to Thursday, we are really preparing ourselves for a new energy that's about to come in. And to do that, we can reflect on all that we've learned and we can begin to surrender what didn't work out. We can begin to release our prayers for what we want to see in the future and allow anything that still needs to be worked on or still needs to be healed to be composted in your creation process and trust that in allowing yourself to rest during this yin phase of the moon throughout this week although you may be busy working on things the sun is in a square to uranus as well and the square to Uranus is going to be having us adapt to changes in our environment, changes in our choices and the path that we're taking. So although there may be some spontaneous things that we're needing to adjust to, see if you can allow an ample amount of space when possible to really rest and prepare yourself for a whole new cycle that we're about to journey through with this new moon in Aquarius.
on Tuesday, the moon will be in its waning crescent phase and it will be void, of course, until almost midnight. So all day on Tuesday, the moon will be void, of course. After on Monday night, the moon perfectly squares Neptune at around 11.45 p.m. Eastern time. So to close out the day on Monday, we're going to feel the moon squaring Neptune um, after having squared Venus in the same sign of Pisces. And when the moon is squaring Neptune, it can create a bit of anxiety. So especially on Monday night, if you can create the space to unwind and relax and maybe read a spiritual book or create the space to meditate or give yourself a self-massage or anything that is really going to help you to surrender even deeper into this waning crescent moon phase and the energy of Neptune, of fantasy and dream world. So once the square perfects at 11.45 p.m. Eastern time, the moon will be void, of course, until 11.49 p.m. Tuesday night. So all day Tuesday, we're going to be having this void, of course, moon. And void, of course, means that the moon is not applying to or perfecting in any aspect to any other planets in the sky. It's essentially void and it is going through a period of inertia where before it changes into the next sign which Tuesday night will be Capricorn the moon is not moving toward an aspect to another planet while in the sign that it's currently in so with the moon void in Aquarius all day on Tuesday you might find that you are Oh, I'm so sorry, the moon void in Sagittarius on Tuesday. Uh, you might find that you are connecting to the world in a way that allows you to feel free, allows you to feel open about the possibilities and even aware of the movements of time because the moon is in Sagittarius, which is a very adventurous, optimistic, and even kind of curious energy. And the ruler of this sign is Jupiter, and Jupiter is currently in Capricorn. So there is this energy of wanting to feel free-spirited, wanting to explore new territory, but at the same time, since Jupiter is in Capricorn, there is this awareness of whatever we are doing is really supporting us in the long term. You might find that you're speaking with a teacher or with a student about something that has to do with your long-term plan. Or maybe you are repairing something from more of an open-minded standpoint. There may be a realization that you have in this void where the spaciousness that you have because often during these void of course periods it's not the best time to collaborate with others or to um, sign contracts or to um, or even if you're doing those things you might find that the energy is very passive it's very gentle so if you need things to be quick and and dirty and and fast this void energy can can cause delays it can cause an energy of softness so you might find that you are determined to work on something but from more of a soft place on tuesday 
and keep in mind that the sun is going to be building closer to its square to Uranus and Chiron. The sun will be at one degree on Tuesday. Chiron is at two degrees of Aries and, two, and Uranus is two degrees of Taurus. So on Tuesday, we're gonna be feeling this opening, this healing energy around projects that we're working on, things that we're really needing to take initiative on that we might have been feeling a little bit wounded or insecure with in the last few months. But now there's a bit of harmony that's opening up and even um, an undeniable shaking of reality that is causing us to make different choices. The square to Uranus is, you know, bringing about unexpected potentials that are actually helping us to move toward a future that is potentially more ideal or more brilliant or ingenious in some way. There is an opportunity for us to be innovating and taking action on the innovative ideas that are coming through for us this week especially. Venus in Pisces is going to be building towards a sextile to Jupiter in Capricorn, which will perfect on Wednesday. And it is also building toward a square to Mars, which will perfect this Sunday. Um, not to mention that Venus is also still in the same sign as Neptune and their energies are going to be fusing later this week as well. So there's a lot of energy going on with Venus and Pisces and relationships, this desire to expand with the sextile to Jupiter, but in a way that feels practical, in a way that allows us to build things over time and really care for ourselves through this winter season. The square to Mars can create um, an intensity around passion in our relationships and even the relationship that we have with ourselves. Venus in Pisces can be very sensitive, very shy, very introverted. So there's this combination of connecting with people that are really going to see you where you are and the depth in which you are exploring right now and the importance of what it is that you're exploring right now, especially since Saturn is in Capricorn um, and the sun is in Aquarius ruled by this energy and Jupiter is also in Capricorn ruled by Saturn as well. So there is a, a certain seriousness to the air in whatever it is that we're working on this week and the relationships in our life it's really useful to pay attention to elders, to teachers, to anyone that can deliver certain wisdom to you with Venus in a sextile, super harmonious energy in um, the sextile to Jupiter. Uh, so we have two of the most benefic planets, Venus and Jupiter, making this alignment together, which is quite beautiful. On Wednesday, the moon will be in its crescent phase, still finally in the sign of Capricorn by the time we reach Wednesday morning. So with the moon in Capricorn, we will feel the shift from wanting to be free-spirited, wanting to explore ourselves spiritually, wanting to go on adventures, 
wanting to sort of wrap things up in a way that feels fiery, feels spontaneous with the moon previously in Sagittarius. But now with the moon in Capricorn for the next two days, we're going to be wanting to make practical use of our time in a way that we feel emotionally stable. We feel that we are building upon something, whether that's a relationship with an elder or a teacher or a student. There is this energy of, of working with a guru, working with someone that can illuminate the light and the dark in our life, because this is the energy of Jupiter. And on Wednesday, the moon will be applying towards a conjunction to Jupiter, which will perfect just before 10 p.m. Eastern time. So before this conjunction with Jupiter, the planet known as the Guru, Guru in Sanskrit, meaning dark and light, and the fusion of these two things, and the teaching that can come from someone that can hold that energy of experience and example in their way. So you might find that Wednesday is a very spiritual day in the way that you are exploring life, in the things that you are doing with your time and the things that you're doing with your work or the people that you're interacting with. And the moon is going to be in a trine to Uranus overnight on Wednesday. Once it moves into the sign of Capricorn on Tuesday, overnight at around 5 a.m., it will perfectly trine Uranus. So to start the day, you might be doing something very different than usual on Wednesday. And even Tuesday night, you might find that you're doing something spontaneous or out of the ordinary. And as the day progresses, the moon will also join Jupiter in its sextile to Venus. So Wednesday is a very potent day because we have the moon joining in at 11 degrees with a conjunction to Jupiter, sextiling Venus at 11 degrees, who is also just five degrees away from Neptune in Pisces as well. So this sextile between the moon, Jupiter, and Venus is going to create the, an atmosphere for there to be beautiful art to be made, beautiful conversations to be had about love, about unity, about potentials in relationship, potentials in having more of what we truly value in our life and to utilize our time, utilize our resources in a way that is really honoring that, really honoring the need for space, for rest, for recuperating ourselves since Venus in Pisces and all this energy in Capricorn, these are yin signs and the moon is in the, the waxing crescent phase as well, which is a yin energy. So although the sun is in a yang sign of Aquarius, we have these aspects of Venus and Jupiter and the moon um, in these yin signs and that can really create a beautiful chemistry for taking care of those we love, taking care of ourselves and allowing ourselves to indulge in ways that can ultimately spark a creative flow within us that can only come from that isolation, can only come from working with people one-on-one -on -one that really help us to expand or working with ourselves through meditation that really help us to expand. 
And not to mention that Mars and Venus are in a per, in, in, in a near perfect square as well on Wednesday. And that will be building and building as we move through the rest of this week. But this square from Mars to Venus is going to be arousing passion. It's going to increase our desire. And so it's very important for us to be aware of our impulses, to be aware of our wanting to uh, indulge in a way that um, good boundaries can really help that process to you know, not take us too far overboard, but there will be a desire to give this week. And so it'll be important not to overextend yourself and to find that balance with the yin and the yang, the give and the take. Um, because we have Mars also squaring Neptune as well, this is a sign of needing to really slow down if you're feeling like you're in a space of needing to dream, of needing that time to, again, prepare for the new moon that's coming at the end of this week. So Wednesday, that conjunction between Jupiter and the moon will perfect at around 10 p.m. Eastern time. The sun will be at two degrees, perfectly sextiling Chiron and squaring Uranus. So we're gonna be feeling, especially Wednesday night, a healing energy around our ability to, to take action, to be our own healers, to even heal others. And the square to Uranus is going to be having us take action in ways that is maybe different or seemingly spontaneous, but in the end, it's really guiding us toward the future that we are destined to experience. On Thursday, the sun squared Uranus will perfect at around 2 a.m. Eastern time. So it is really overnight that we're going to be feeling this sun squared Uranus energy, which hasn't happened since we were in Leo season this past summer. So you can think back to this past summer and when we were in that Leo season and how you were feeling during that time, especially at the start of that season and what were you feeling like you needed to change because this is a 360 or 180 moment where we are having a revelation around yep I need to make a change what am I going to do to really support myself and um, innovate in a way that's going to give me that cutting edge and so we're having that on Wednesday night. You might find that it's somewhat difficult to get a perfect night's rest on Wednesday because of the square to Uranus. Um, there might be a lot of energy, a lot of electricity, a lot of sudden things that we're having to cope with, to deal with, um, nurture ourselves through. So Thursday, we are, we are recovering possibly in some way from that. And uh, we are adjusting as well. In the morning, the moon in Capricorn will be sextiling Neptune at around 7.20 a.m. Eastern time. And with that, you may wake up on Thursday in a very dreamy state. It's a good morning to let yourself sleep in, get in that extra rest or meditate, read a spiritual book, 
watch the sun, watch nature, but have a real moment at around 7.30 a.m. Eastern time, if you're awake, if you're conscious, to slow down and to notice the world moving around you, the dreaminess, the elusiveness of it all, and pay attention to how you can prevent deception within your relationships and stay clear of the ideal situations that you really want. At around 8 a.m. Eastern Time, Venus and Jupiter are going to perfectly sextile one another. So this is a day where indulgence is going to come naturally. And there is a certain creative flow that can come about when we really allow ourselves to let go. We really allow ourselves to explore that yin energy. And we find boundaries within this process, especially since Jupiter is in Capricorn ruled by Saturn. There is a certain structure that I think we are feeling our way through this week, how we can adjust our relationships, the way that we've been navigating them, even our values, so that we are feeling expansive, but in control or more organized about the way that we are going about that. So this aspect will perfect at around 8 a.m. on Thursday. And as the day progresses, the moon in Capricorn will conjunct Pluto and Saturn between 7 and 9 p.m. Eastern time. So with the moon applying to this aspect on Thursday, you might find that it is quite a busy day where you're working on things that are important to you. Um, there might be some harsh truths or realities that you need to work with on Thursday with the moon conjunct Pluto, the ruler of the underworld and the keeper of even the darkest truths. So it's important to really let yourself feel your emotions on Thursday, especially as we move into the evening and to create space for any kind of teaching that can allow you to mature. Because of this energy in Capricorn and the moon also building in a conjunction to Saturn, uh, the planet of mastery and self-authority, self-mastery, self-awareness. So as the moon comes into this conjunction with Saturn at around 9 p.m., you might find that you're working on something to that very moment or that you're feeling your attention on you know your responsibilities in some way on Thursday so do what you can to structure your day especially on Thursday according to a schedule that will give you the space to unplug once you've accomplished said goals and you've earned the time to really relax and to be with this energy of Venus and Jupiter sextiling one another and you can create the space to hear what is possible for the new moon that is coming this Friday. So on Friday, the moon will move into the sign of Aquarius at the very start of the day at around 8.20 a.m. Eastern Time. So once the moon moves into Aquarius, our energy is going to shift yet again into an energy that is potent, 
and aware of what is going on in terms of our mind, how we can feel more in control of that, how we can use our intellect, our ingenious capacities to solve problems over time, how we can recognize the power of group consciousness and of a community or of a tribe of people that are a part of something bigger than themselves. Aquarius is the energy that is opposite Leo. Leo is that one solo leader that leads the pack. But Aquarius is that rebellious entity that says, I am different than this leader and I can be a leader of my own pack or there's another pack that is different from this leader. So this is where we start to diverge and become observant of the ways in which our lives are interconnected and we all believe certain different things that allow us to become one big human or collective energy. So Aquarius is very categorical. It can say, these are the artists that like to paint. These are the artists that like to draw, or these are the people that like to cook, or, you know, it allows us to see where interests lie and to recognize what we are opinionated about and how we can use that opinion to connect with other people that can support our movement. Aquarius is naturally this energy of philanthropy, of wanting to give back to the communities that we care the most about, to connect to people that we know are going to support the future that we want to see, to identify how we can be scientific in our ways and strategic and even have an ideal plan that might be something we can fully take hold of as we move deeper into the future. But Aquarius is this energy that does have hope for a whole new way of seeing things, of revolutionizing how we are going about our lives. So with the moon coming into the sign on Friday, you might notice that you are feeling open to exploring new possibilities. And because the moon is also going to be squaring Uranus at 1.30 p.m. Eastern time on Friday, you might be doing something again that is very different from the norm. Uh, you can expect something to possibly even interrupt your flow with this squaring energy. Uh, it's important to be open to spontaneity, especially on Friday. This new moon is going to perfect at 4.41 p.m. Eastern Time at the fourth degree of Aquarius. So you want to look in your chart where you have Aquarius in the whole sign system and see what that house rules. What does it mean? What does it, what energies does that house connect to or that place connect to? And from this, you know that you are personally going to be 
embarking on a whole new journey around that theme in your life. And that theme in your life is naturally characterized by Aquarian energy. And this new moon is going to help you set a new intention around that. And if you have any other planets at four degrees in your chart, you're going to be feeling an aspect, depending on where the planet is in relation to the sign of Aquarius. And so pay attention to your chart if you have access to it and you can start to explore what this might mean for you personally. If you have any planets in Leo or Taurus or Scorpio, the other fixed signs, you are going to feel the impact of this new moon quite intensely. And this new moon is a, a really gentle one, I, I, I find. I, I really think that, I mean, besides the square to Uranus, the, the modern ruler of the sign, which I think is going to be, you know, very moving, very um, disruptive in a way, but it is something that ultimately I think is what we've been waiting for, what we've been anticipating. Because Venus just finished her sextile to Jupiter and she will still be sextiling Jupiter within a degree. She's also applying to Neptune and Venus loves to be in the sign of Pisces. It is the sign of her exaltation and because of that, there is this harmony that we are experiencing. There is this dreaminess that we can really tap into under this new moon, especially. So with that, we also have the, the sun in this sextile to Chiron that I've been talking about this week. So there is a very healing energy that we're moving through in terms of things that we need to take action on that we might need support from other people with or projects that um, would benefit from having an extra person in the equation. This will be a time where we're feeling very trusting in regards to that. Mars is also going to be in a square to Venus on Friday as well. And this energy is going to be building and building. So there is some sort of passion, some sort of intensity that is building throughout this week so it's an interesting time for romance and you know relating to others because we want to be careful not to force ourselves into certain situations or dynamics however there will be a sort of a, a sort of intense attraction that we are feeling so beware of spending money and doing that in a way that feels responsible feels like something that you won't regret later it feels like it's quote unquote within your budget whether that's energetically or materially or physically but this is a really important time with this new moon to be aware of the boundaries that you're setting since it this new moon is ruled by saturn and saturn is in capricorn for the last time for the next 30, 30 give or take years because at the end of this year Saturn is going to move into Aquarius for the next three years and move throughout the zodiac as time moves on so this is the last new moon in Aquarius with Saturn in his home sign of Capricorn for many 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 years 
So the things that we set into motion under this new moon, which is the yang expression of Saturn himself in Aquarius, we will be making choices that set us apart that allow us to embrace our uniqueness, embrace our weirdness, embrace the rebellion nature that we have within ourselves to separate from the pack and create new ones and to recognize how we all are interconnected. And through that, we can really create a whole new world. So if you would like to learn more about this new moon in Aquarius, be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel because I'm going to be going into depth a little bit deeper there and also connecting it to the full moon in Leo that is happening later this month. On Saturday, the moon in Aquarius will perfectly conjunct Mercury at around 2 p.m. Eastern time while in a sextile to Mars in Sagittarius. So one thing I didn't mention this week is that Mercury is in Aquarius and is going to be building in this sextile to Mars throughout the week. So Saturday, we feel this sextile come to life. And with Mercury and Mars coming together in a harmonious sextile, it really helps us to come into a headspace where we're feeling driven and determined and clear about what is on our mind. So as we come into Saturday and the moon, just after this new moon in Aquarius aligns perfectly with Mercury and sextiles Mars perfectly as well, there will be some sort of mental clarity that you're feeling very aware of on Saturday. And this might be deeply connected to the desire for adventure, the desire for freedom. This is also a very uh, clear way that these archetypes connect to one another, Sagittarius and Aquarius. Uh, Sagittarius is that one that wants the freedom, wants the expansion, wants to explore new territory. And with Mars here, our willpower as a collective is in this realm. And Mercury ruling our mind in Aquarius is helping us to see the bigger picture and to focus in on it. Aquarius is the fixed air sign. So we, we are really allowing ourselves to begin to fixate our mind, our mental capacities, our connection to the space in which we don't see, but we can clearly feel. And to become activated with that in some way with this sextile between Mars and Mercury. And with the moon aligning with Mercury, it's a very um, social morning, especially once the moon conjuncts Mercury perfectly at 2 p.m. Eastern time, the moon will go void, of course, until tomorrow, Sunday, until about 7 p.m. So Saturday afternoon, it's really best to get wherever you need to go before two. Usually when the moon is void, there can be delays, there can be disruptions or just dissolving of plans altogether. So once the moon becomes void on Saturday, it becomes a really fruitful energy for spending time on your own or spending time in a safe place where you can soften, where you can relax and where you can identify your own opinions and become detached to them and begin to observe them 
in a way that you feel truly supports you. On Sunday, the moon will move into the sign of Pisces at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. So to be exact, 6.43 p.m. Eastern Time. And all day Sunday, we're going to have this void, of course, moon in Aquarius. So it's a day where you're going to definitely feel this uh, spaciousness from others, this space and time to yourself to go slow. And once the moon moves into Pisces, there will be a creative shift that you're feeling, maybe more emotional, more wanting to express yourself through art, express yourself through your dream world and you might be feeling quite visionary once the moon moves into Pisces later on Sunday. Venus will also perfectly align in her square to Mars at 8.21 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday so that arousal and passion will come to a peak on Sunday night and with the moon in Pisces there might be a potential for deep healing romantic energy or sexual energy uh, it's a great night to be in water and to heal your body or to move and dance and to play and to really get embodied in this Venus square Mars, this yin square yang energy. And the square is very activating. It's very energizing. So see how you feel with the square and be mindful not to overextend yourself, especially on Sunday and throughout this week in general, as you feel all of this energy coming about and especially with this Venus square to Mars building and building. Keep in mind that Venus is about a degree away from Neptune at 15 degrees, Neptune at 16. They're both in Pisces and Mars is at 15 degrees in the square. So Mars is also nearly in a perfect square to Neptune. And so there might be a lot of benefit from really allowing yourself energetically to slow down especially as we move toward the end of this week. Hello, beautiful soul. I just wanted to come in here and remind you of the power that your impact has on this podcast, on many other people's lives. When you share this content or you like or subscribe or even leave a review, you are leaving an imprint for someone in your path who is just a few steps behind you to see the impact and the result of your experience. So if you've been enjoying this podcast and you've been following me for some time or you just recently found me, I would love to hear in the comments or through a review or through social media if you want to tag me at Starry Alignment 
how my work has impacted you because this not only helps me to become a better astrologer but you're sharing your expression of how this work has impacted you especially in a positive way really helps to spread the word so i just wanted to come in here and ask you if you have the time this week or today or right now to write a review on itunes or share in your stories and tag me or subscribe to my channel and leave a comment all of these things truly make an impact and i just so 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 appreciate it so thank you for being here and thank you for taking that time if you have it i truly appreciate it It's time for the rune of the week. Runes are an alphabetic script derived from Germanic and Norse culture. They are symbols that contain deep meaning and have been used as an oracle for thousands of years. My mother passed this tradition of reading runes to me, and I am so honored to share it with you now. The rune of the week is Fehu which means wealth, possessions, and honesty. So with this rune, I find it to be very interesting since one of the big alignments that is really standing out to me is this Venus sextile to Jupiter this week. Venus in her exaltation in Pisces conjunct Neptune and also in a square to Mars. So wealth and, and money, these kinds of things are often associated with both Venus and Jupiter. Jupiter being that archetype of expansion and abundance through wisdom, which doesn't have to be through material things, but he is also associated with that kingdom essence and having more than enough to go around. And Venus is the archetype of the physical body, the physical pleasures, the things that we value and how that can sometimes manifest into let's say money or th projects that support us to have the things that we need so with this sextile this harmonious energy between these two archetypes and we're receiving fehu the archetype of wealth and possessions and honesty this is a really important week not only to up level your your mindset around money around what is possible for you even this year in 2020 now with the sun moving into aquarius and our intellect being turned on about how we can really start to navigate the plans that maybe we've been sketching out it's not only about that you know these financial goals or these hard you know um material possessive ob objective things it's also about recognizing what it is that you have that is so simple and through that honesty with yourself about how truly abundant you are as as you are in this moment not needing more uh, than you already have there is so much wealth in that simple awareness so i i encourage you i invite you to recognize what you're passionate about what you're feeling aroused by with venus in this square 
to Mars and how you're how you're feeling around the concept of abundance of expansion through your discipline through your structure through simplifying and knowing that what you give the creativity that you have the ability for you to relax and surrender and let go this vulnerable energy that we all carry the more that you can allow yourself to value that especially right now with venus in this yin sign conjunct neptune the planet of dreams and illusion and um fantasy you know, the more that you can really begin to see how that is possible. So through your honesty, find how you are so wealthy as of right now, and also where you have the potential to expand in your wealth consciousness this week. Thank you for listening to this week's horoscope. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review, share on social media, share with a friend. All of that social engagement truly does support me and the spreading of this message. And if you are at all curious how this astrology is affecting you personally, then I invite you to go to starryalignment.com slash readings to book a reading with me for the month of February. I currently have only seven spots available for readings. So if you're curious about how this new moon, full moon series is affecting you, or you want to have a general overall look into the year ahead, I would be more than happy to connect with you. So go to starryalignment.com slash readings to purchase your reading and reserve your seat ASAP. May you live in alignment now and always.